This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to the Blackhawk Up Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Please welcome your hosts, Jimmy Lynch and Patrick McGann. Welcome back to the Blackhawk Up Podcast. It has been a long time, so I will remind you, I am Jimmy Lynch alongside Patrick McGann. I'm sure the majority of fans thought maybe they could get rid of us and that'd be the end of it. But Pat, it's for either good or bad, we are back. Yes, we're back. Um, Obviously, like you just said, we apologize for that super long delay, but we are, excuse me, we are fan-sided, so we are offering a fan's perspective and Right now for the Chicago Blackhawks, um, excuse me, um, at least from our perspective, it's been tough to be a fan of this team uh, due to everything that's come out. Uh, and then, you know, now, uh, you know, obviously it's been a while and maybe you can say, Hey, that that's, that's, are you living under a rock? That's past news, but, but it affects everyone in different ways. And um, for both of us, I know we had, we had plenty of conversations um, just one-on-one and just about like how, how it affected us personally and how it made us feel. And it was, it was a really tough time. Like maybe it hit us harder than some other people. I'm not sure how other people, how their fans took it, but um, it was tough. It was like, you know, we, we, we stepped away for a while. just kind of saying like, Hey, like, you yeah. know, we don't want to support what happened, obviously. Um, and it just kind of, you know, we, we grew up with, with, you know, the Blackhawks winning all those championships while, right. you know, that was going on in the background and we didn't even know it. We feel so bad and all that sort of thing. It just kind of like taints your childhood and ruins it a little bit. And, uh, For, and so it's just kind of like, you, you want to take a step back and say, Hey, like we need to reflect, we need to think about, you know, how we can make this game better for everyone who comes to play it yeah. and think about, we got to get the wrong people out. And, and the Blackhawks did that. Um, and, and, you know, obviously the only remnants that are left in that organization would be the owners and then Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze. Um, and so, you know, that, that's all that's really left. And, and yeah, maybe, maybe what Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze said, it was, was maybe not the best, but they're still there. Um, and, and we're here and it took a long time, but from a fan's perspective, it, it, it was tough. It was tough to be a fan of this team. And it's for me still, I'm, I'm easing my way back into it. You're easing your way back into it. We're pumping. We're going to be pumping content moving forward. Um, but it's just, uh, you know, opening up with just saying, Hey, it's, it's tough to be a Blackhawks fan. Like, like we were saying, and one of those articles in the past and, um, and that's okay. You know, you just, you gotta rebound it or something like that. I obviously think like that's not a good thing and you need to reflect and think. You, you said it right a hundred percent. And I just, it has been such a long time for us. So just to let everyone know, we're talking about the Kyle beach uh, sexual assault situation that happened back in 2010 that really dropped that came out like all the way in October. And we haven't podcasted since that happened. And honestly, for those that don't know, we, none of you would know, we, we did record a podcast um, pretty much. Was it the day it happened? We were recording. It was, it was the, it, it was the day his Kyle beach came forward and, and yeah. said it was Kyle said it was, Hey, this I'm Kyle beach. This is what yeah. happened to me. It's when he went on TSN with um, Rick Westhead. I, we like, we recorded a podcast. We were going to try and talk about it. And it just was, 
something it that right. it didn't feel right. And it, it really still doesn't feel right talking about the no. team at times because of what happened. And um, you just kind of, how you can't really move past that and try and right. um, try and find any way to bring back those memories that you did enjoy. And no one, no one should feel bad for the fans right now, like us or anyone really, but it's just, no, um, we take that situation very seriously and it's hard to, very seriously. um, hard to support a team that let something like that happen, you know? Right. Right. Uh, even, even, even if everyone's gone, it's still like that logo kind of, kind of stood for something that it shouldn't have. And it's still, yeah. the logo is still there. And, and, uh, and, you know, the, the team, whatever, um, everything still kind of looks the same. Um, but underneath isn't, isn't obviously the same anymore as people were getting rid of, but yeah, just part of the reason why it's just like, we're, we're not, obviously we're not ESPN or, you know, or Chicago Tribune or any of that. And it just kind of feels wrong. And it's tough because people have jobs and their job is to report on the Blackhawks. So you have great writers here in the city for the, yeah. the Blackhawks for every team. And it feels wrong to make profit off of writing something like this and not saying yeah. that we, we don't make much profit at all. But for us as a fan site to be talking right. about those kind of right. things, no, we right. want to direct you to the athletic, the right. Chicago sometimes the Chicago tribune, absolutely, all those different sources that are offering you the, like the facts on the situation. What? Those those people obviously have access, right? Yeah. So we all we're gonna say is what you listening would basically say because we have the similar perspective. It's it's like, and I think what I, everyone was saying at that time was just utter disappointment in the team and silence. And, and, and you, you wouldn't have heard anything different here. I yeah. mean, you would have heard the same things everyone else was saying. And, and to be honest, like like we said, it hit both of me and you, Jimmy, very, very hard. I mean, that we spent plenty of nights on the phone talking just about like how, how we felt about Kyle beach and just like how, how awful it just was. And it, yeah. it's just like, wow, like how can this ever happen to a human being? And it's sadly that obviously these things happen and, and it's just, it's tough to, you know, kind of like, to me, it's just like disbelief. It's like, what? Like it is It's all disbelief. those years. It's just kind of yeah. like, the greatest run in Blackhawks history is, is tainted forever because of this. Like all, even, those, all those people you wanted to see get like a statue or their numbers were yeah, tied. And you just, know, like Joel Quimble, just all like, gets tainted. It all is we hurt. were all, we were all Joe Quimble guys here. We love Joe Quimble. And now you, you kind of see what happened and his involvement. And now it's kind of like, man, like he's not who we thought he was. Yeah. And he's not the hero that we made him out to be when we were 14, 15 years old. Right. And that was tough to see because, you always roll with your city and you roll with your guys, you roll with your players and all that. And seeing that, it's like, I don't want to like pump my chest to a guy who said, Hey man, like we got, we have a championship to win, you know, and his, and now it comes back really painfully when you say like, you know, yeah. his, his, his main quote, nobody likes winning more than me. Well, you we know, know how much it, you it, like winning. Yeah, exactly. What right. Will, just, what you're willing it, to sacrifice. And it's exactly. And so that was, that was just kind of tough to swallow. And, and, you know, even to this day, it still kind of hurts to, to say that. Cause I, I, at one time in my life, I loved Joel Quinville so much. I was like the best, he's going to go down as one of the best coaches ever. And now it's like, man, like he, he's not, you know, like I, yeah. I don't, he, he's not a guy that I can personally say like, I like this guy anymore. He's a guy that did good things that I once loved, 
as the Blackhawks coach. Um, but now it's just a person where it's like, you know, you mm-hmm. kind of shrug your shoulders and you're like that. That's not who any NHL coach should aspire to be, even with the wins he has. And I know if you're listening right now, I'm sorry. I'm sure you've been listening to all these other podcasts out there and you've been hearing all these stuff for a long time now. And maybe you're, you're, maybe you're a fan that just wants to try and move past it and get back to the hockey of it. That's maybe what we're trying to do. Maybe you're a fan that's just done and doesn't want to be involved, doesn't want to be a fan of the team anymore, and that's okay. And you know what? I, I don't think there's a wrong way to be no. um, trying to do what you can in this situation. Um, and I think we're going to try and we're, we're going to try and keep going with this. We're going to try and keep doing the podcast and keep, you know, working at the site and keep being a Blackhawks fan because we have been Blackhawks fans our whole life. And, you know, you look at some of the players on the team now and there, there are guys that were not even Alex DeBrinket was what, 11 years old. Yeah. Years old. I mean, so, yeah. Um, you gotta just try and just try and keep going with it, I guess. Um, right. Right. So that's, that's what we're going to try and do today. And, um, I'm sure it's, this is going to be something that I'm not going to, I'm never going to forget. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of fans are never going to forget. And I I don't know how, when I'll buy a ticket to a game again or something like that, but, um, no one should feel bad for us or any, any fan really. It just, no, we, no. we really feel for Kyle beach and we feel for, feel um, bad for Kyle John Doe, right. John Doe too. And everyone else that's been affected by the situation because it's not right. And, it, and I don't, there's nothing, I don't know how you can amend to fix this. You know what I mean? Right. So, right. Right. Um, but yeah, moving, moving on kind of, um, from that tough transition, right. Tough, (laughs) very tough transition, but more of a positive one, which we thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about. Um, but the last game the Blackhawks played was, uh, Sunday. It was a, unfortunately a two nothing loss to the San Jose Sharks, but that was the first time the San Jose Sharks visited the United center until the day before the NHL shut down. And ironically enough, me and Jimmy, or at that game, the last Blackhawks game played before COVID against the Sharks at the United Center. They won. That was they fun. They won. This time around, they did not. Four? Something, something like that. That was a fun yeah, game. It was a good um, game. It was, it was fun, but I'd also say this. It was a weird atmosphere because you could just tell the tension in the air. Yeah. You know that yeah. there's there's a the COVID virus is going around and all this stuff, but yeah, the world hadn't shut like, down at that time. It, Two weeks and, later, if you had told me I was at a hockey game, I would have probably freaked out and been like, where's, yeah. where's our Clorox wipes? Where's all the stuff? I need to get a mask. Mask. Yeah. It, um, yeah. It was, it was crazy. I mean, during the game, there was a, uh, and I, this is pretty ironic for me as well, considering where I live, but the Utah, Utah jazz, jazz player, yep. the Oklahoma city thunder in Oklahoma city. And all of a sudden right before tip off, they canceled the game. And then about, you know, whatever it was sometime after that, that same night, the came NBA. Out that Rudy, the Rudy Gobert on the Utah jazz had COVID and, and people in the United center were like, you, I mean, I, I remember going to the bathroom people being like, Oh, do you, do you hear Rudy Gobert on the Utah jazz has COVID? Like yeah. what's going to happen? Like, w- w- Oh my goodness. Like what's going on. And it was, a, it was weird. It was crazy. It was like the last normal thing that 
I can, like not even normal because people were still talking about COVID and what was going to happen, but still like that was kind of a crazy thing. You had the packed United Center that night, and, and well, that was I'll never forget. Time. I'll never forget when we got the news that the NBA canceled their season. Um, we were going to maybe it was an intermission or whatever, but my uncle works at the United Center, and we were he actually going I remember to him. This, yeah, and I just went up to him. And I said, "Did you see the NBA canceled?" Uh, NBA canceled their season and I, I kind of didn't realize he's been working the past couple hours. So he hasn't been checking his phone or anything. <laughs> um, and he was like, what do you mean? And then I just, it really just struck me too. the other aspect of all of this is he works at the United center. This is some of his money and this is probably going to get canceled right here. Right. So it's gosh, that was such a strange, strange night. Um, it was, it was, it was the, and we, I mean, we and you were even saying like, this could, be the last Blackhawks game yeah, for some time. And it was, I mean, the NHL well, shut down obviously. And, and leaving that, leaving that game, I knew for a fact that our schools are going to get shut down. I just yeah. knowing I, I, I had a feeling, I think you were going to drive me back up to school. And I just said, no, take me home. And then I figured I got home and I told my mom, mom, I'm going to take the car up tomorrow morning and empty out my dorm. She's like, what are you talking about? And then the next morning we got the news that our schools were shutting down. So right, yep. it was such a weird, weird time. Um, yeah. And it, 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 it a, is, it's interesting that we're getting back to this right when the the Sharks finally do get back to the United Center for the first time since then. Yeah, right. It's, it's kind of crazy that, that it's been that long since the Sharks. I mean, then obviously you, you play you play in the bubble in Edmonton and Toronto. Then you have the next shortened season, which was only in your division. So the Hawks never yeah. saw the Sharks. And now we're here, the mm-hmm. first NHL normal NHL season in quite some time. And yeah, this is the first time they're back in the UC and that – that was kind of cool to see because then it kind of, you know, maybe reminded me of that. Hey, me and, me and Jim were at that game. We were both back for spring break and decided to go see a game and the Sharks back for the first time. And like you said, unfortunate result, the Hawks get shut out to nothing, but yeah, uh, crazy, kind of crazy to talk about. That'd be a cool talking point to kind of bring it all back and, and see like, you know, what's going on in between then and now. Yeah, no, I mean, um, it's funny. My uncle was at the game and he texted me before the game starts and he goes, I went to a game earlier this year. They didn't, they didn't even score a goal. I just want to see a goal tonight. I want to hear the horn. And, um, unfortunately they got shut out again. So he didn't get that. <laughs> uh, it is funny how the, the Blackhawks offense is just non-existent right now. And, um, well, I wouldn't say funny is the right word, but the Friday game against St. Louis was I don't know if you got to really watch that, Pat, but that was a fun game. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's uh, – They came back from a 2-0 deficit to beat the Blues. That's a game you kind of – I don't think they the team really expected to win, but they still got a job done. <laughs> right. And then this game against the Sharks is a game where they played okay and they just couldn't get the offense going. In, in a normal season where you don't start the year 0-9-1, that's okay. You can drop a game here and there. But that was just – this season is not that kind of year. They need to win games. Otherwise it's not going to happen. But before we do switch it up and talk about more Hawks stuff, I do want to say that game Sunday was the hockey fights cancer night. Um, It's always great to see those nights that the Blackhawks do. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. And just because we have the opportunity right now, um, this past Saturday was my, would have been my dad's birthday. So I can't, can't have a Hawks podcast and not say, uh, thinking about my dad always, my dad passed away from cancer a couple years ago and he was the biggest Blackhawks fan. I know, um, Absolutely. he pr- would have been a listener of this podcast probably would have been, actually, I probably wouldn't even be doing this stuff if he was around still. So, 
Um, you know, I, I know he's not, he's not listening out there, but I'm, I'm thinking you always dead. And we, um, yeah. So it's absolutely it. Couldn't it's, have even gotten a goal though for him on hockey fights cancer. Right. And yeah. did you see, um, we're this podcast obviously is thinking of Troy Murray and all the, the battle he's going through right now. And I just, for different people going through battles like that, it's, it's so nice that the NHL does that where they have a night. Yeah, absolutely. Um, every team does I, it. I, I really wish that they would let the, the players wear those jerseys during the game too. Cause yeah, it like, you know, that they wear the pink jerseys they have, you know, I, I fight for, you know, my yeah. dad or, you know, whoever it is. And it, it really is. It, it's not, maybe not refreshing is the right word, but it, it honestly is um, one of the best things that they do. Every team has their own hockey fights, cancer night. And it, it really is like, it, it, it's amazing. Because we all could come together over the game of hockey, you know, like people, like maybe you know people like Jim and or other people, you know, the game hockey's a game that we can all relate to and go to when we have those tough times through cancer, and it, it's amazing yeah. that we were able to relate through that, through these tragedies, through these bad things, this, this bad disease, that we're able to come together over the game of hockey and enjoy, you know, a Blackhawks game when when they they, they wear these jerseys and raise money for people who really need it and deserve it. Well, I, I think just in general sports has that opportunity to bring people together and help people going through a hard time. And like, I'll never forget um, during the first year of my dad's cancer diagnosis, he um, we got to go to a game together. We were in a box. It was a game. The Blackhawks were playing the Nashville predators. I've actually written about it on Blackhawk up saying that that was the best game I've ever watched because the Blackhawks, were they were down three zero going into the game. Um, this was back when they were actually good 2015. <laughs> so they were down three zero against Nashville. They scored three unanswered goals and won the game in a shootout. And, you know, we were sitting in a box, which is like a once in a lifetime experience in itself. Right. Right. Um, my family was all together. So we got to watch this game with my dad when he was going through this tough battle and he couldn't really be amongst the general crowd because of the chances of getting sick. So we had this opportunity to be in a box and, it was such a, such a great game to be at. I'll never forget them winning the game like that. And I'll, that's a memory I'll always cherish. Um, and I'm happy that they do have a night like that. I wish they would maybe do a couple nights like that during the season. Yeah. I don't oh, know. for sure. Um, but during the whole month. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's, you know, you just see the photos from um, the different cancer survivors there and the people going through treatment and um, it's something that is always good to see. So absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's really one of the best things they do all year. Obviously they do other appreciations for other, you know, um, organizations and groups. Um, but I, I think all year long, it's one of the best, um, things that they do. And, um, it's cool. They even, you know, like I was saying this, they raise money, they sell merchandise, you know, with like the hockey fights, cancer logo on it, really cool stuff. And, um, like you were saying, I really wish they, they would do that all throughout the month of like October or November and, and do that sort of thing, because it, it really is a special event for, for people who, who can relate to that and, and who can, you know, who have people they know. And it's cancer is this crazy thing where everybody knows somebody um, yeah. and, and with, with that sort of thing. And it's uh it's, it is really crazy. It's an awful disease. And the more we bring awareness about it, the more we raise money, the more, the closer we're going to get to eliminating it and saving more lives. I, those jerseys that they had, I really liked those jerseys. I know that, um, they're cool. They, 
I love I, them. This year's were really clean looking. I liked the, I want to buy one, but <laughs> I know that's a little off topic I, for the podcast, but I mean, um, Hey, they're, they're sharp jerseys that I, every year those hockey fights, cancer jerseys are really, really cool. They do a really good job. There's a, there's a raffle going on right now for the, the jerseys of the players. Um, the team worn the game once pet. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give everyone a chance to try and guess which Jersey is going for the most money right now. Shouldn't Kane be hard. Yes. It's Patrick Kane. Um, Are these the see. white ones? Yes. But the white Kane's, yeah, those are, yeah. Uh, do you want to guess how much Kane's Jersey is going for? And this is obviously to raise money Not for cancer. Know. So I hope the number Ball just keeps park. going up. I hope it keeps going up um, right now. Right now, Kane's going for $2,300. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's interesting actually seeing this. Hagel's jersey's going for more than Debrinkit's. Oh. So, like maybe that'll let a fire under Debrinkit's butt to score some more goals. <laughs> um, behind, and this obviously will change if you look at the website. You should look at the website. Uh, Blackhawks tweeted about it, and Blackhawk Ops going to retweet that tweet. Um, so you'll see it there too. But Seth Jones is actually going for, I think, the second most amount of money right now. So there you go. Something to. If only we weren't in college and we can realistically place a, a wager on some of these jerseys. <laughs> I mean, just raising some money for cancer. And right, um, right. I, I think all the different sports do it. And um, I, I hope they keep raising a lot of money and they can, you know, uh, cure them. So. That's, someday find a cure. I think obviously that's the goal on everyone's mind. And, and the more we have events like this and the more we focus attention to it, the closer and closer we'll get to that day. And it'll be, it'll be great once we reach there, but yeah, yeah. it's definitely a great foundation. The Blackhawks have boy, have we gotten a little bit off topic talking about the Blackhawks here, but let's talk about one more point before we call it a day. Um, we'll be back again, of course, later this week, uh, I'll be with Jeremiah tomorrow. We'll be talking Blackhawks hockey. The um, Blackhawks new coach, interim head coach, Derek King. Yeah, I mean, we were uh, on this podcast. Uh, I remember kind of vividly we were talking about getting rid of Colleton very often. Yeah, uh, and everyone knew he was he was done after the start the Blackhawks had. But um, heck, it's kind of funny that we're back here now talking, and we hadn't we hadn't talked about the fact that the Blackhawks fired Jeremy Colleton until this well, point right now. I know it's because there's a lot of stuff going on. There are different circumstances, I mean, obviously. But, um, yeah, I I don't know. Just, like, kind of a lovable guy. That's just what he is. An older dude coming up from the AHL. Really nice, likable, lovable guy. Is he the long-term answer? I don't know. Uh, But right now, and I feel like a lot of people have said this, he was the right man for the situation. He came in, and he was just kind of like this big teddy bear. That's what I like to think of him. He just – he made people smile and feel happy again and – you know, like him or hate him, he's just a he's a really good guy, and it's it's refreshing to see a new guy behind the bench for the Blackhawks, and he's just a really nice, likable guy. Yeah. Well, and it's it's funny because the the team started off really well under him. They won yeah, the they first did. couple of games, yeah, and um, everyone seemed to be happy. But now you're starting to kind of see those cracks and just what the Blackhawks have. It's it. Yes, I mean Jeremy Colleton needed to go, but I don't think there's. Derek King's not going to be the answer to these issues either. And I think that's okay. King, I think is just kind of the placeholder for now. And yeah, he, knows um, that, right. he knows that. And it's just kind of, 
it's been fun to watch him and see him talk because he has some really good quotes. He's had some good quotes so far. And um, yeah, um, just kind of being the face of that next little chapter we have here. It's been great to see um, yeah. for the team. And we're, we're going to have a lot to talk about in the future because um, this decisions the, with Dylan Strom, whether he can still even get into the lineup, the decision to right, wave Adam Gaudet and lose him to Ottawa. Um, Kyle Davidson and, and Derek King for now have their work cut out for them. And um, absolutely this, and it's, I mean, we, we haven't talked in so long. The team still doesn't really have uh, many wins in that span that yeah. we haven't talked. Um, it's going to be a long road for the Blackhawks. It's uh, we thought it was as simple as getting Seth Jones, picking up uh, maybe Tyler Johnson, the flower, Mark Andre Fleury. It wasn't as simple as that. There's some yeah. deeper, like you said, deeper cracks that need filling. And, and if it's the coaching, you know, so be it. I think, like you were saying, he knows that he's not going to be the long-term answer. He knows he's here for a bit and he's enjoying his time with it and trying to do the best, the best he can. And he, and we, we recognize that and we kind of recognize, like we were saying in previous podcasts, like it's December 1st is what tomorrow. Yeah. The season isn't even halfway over, but we can pretty much say that the Blackhawks are done. Well, I mean, that's how crazy important the month of November is. 80% of teams that are in an American Thanksgiving make the playoffs and Blackhawks are far from being in it. Right. Exactly. um, Like there, you don't see many stories like the St. Louis blues a couple of years ago, like what they did. Um, it's it's um well how about like again it's weird they've played what like 20 something yeah. games and and they're we can already say yep you, even with more than half your schedule left to play we can faithfully say that you're you're done you're not you're not going to make the playoffs well and i think there's been like one good aspect so far is the fact that jonathan taze has come back and he's been really good he's winning yeah, faceoffs he's playing um a lot of minutes and he's doing his job but could, would you have, if someone had told me that Jonathan Taze would go into December without scoring a goal, I, I would have said, what planet are you living on? Yeah, right. And, Get at least one. <laughs> yeah. like. um, and he almost had one, but they took it away. And it's just the team is last year. Last year was fun to watch because while the team's defense was horrendous, they were scoring goals. And who doesn't like watching goals? You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, but this year around, the defense looks better. I like the goaltending. And I will say this, Jake McCabe started the year off kind of poorly, but he's been on fire recently. He's been a good defenseman. Connor Murphy, I still love his game. Seth Jones, for what it's worth, I know a lot of people, there's still a lot of time to not like Seth Jones, but I've liked Seth Jones so far. He's, he's, I, had, he's been having a, a good, like, uh, hey, how you doing? Like, yeah, he's been having a good time, like, just coming out and playing hockey. I mean, he's... He's really developed. I mean, I, I he's played he played really poorly to start out the year, but he's picked it up. I've noticed it, it, a lot, and he's kind of starting to be that that maybe not that franchise player quite yet, but he's he's definitely developing more and more. Well, I mean, let's just, his last two games, Pat, he's played twenty eight and twenty nine minutes. He's he's the new Duncan Keith. I he's, mean. <laughs> Duncan Keith wasn't playing that. I mean, right, Duncan right. Keith was playing minutes, but twenty eight and twenty nine minutes. That's, that's half the game. That's half the game right there. I mean, um, literally, that's crazy. And um, he's. I think part of the reason why he hasn't been that offensive is they've kind of been relying on him defensively. Um, I know we're kind of just speeding through it right now. If you if someone had told me that um, Caleb Jones and Wyatt Kellyanuk would come back 
and Eric Gustafson would still be on the team, I would have said again, you're crazy, but you know, I know, I know we got to get going for tonight and Jeremiah and I will be breaking all this stuff down tomorrow, but um, to all those listening, we appreciate you. We hope you're doing well. And um, I, we, we apologize that it's been so long since we last recorded, but we just really wanted to take some time and just kind of reflect on, you know, honestly, that, that one night we recorded that podcast, we didn't post it. It didn't feel right, but now it feels right. We've taken that time, like you were saying, and we've become refreshed. I, I hope that's what all Blackhawks fans have been doing as well. Yeah. You know, like you're saying, I hope you're all doing well. I hope you all took that time to refresh yourself and reflect and think about what happened and, and recognize, you know, that obviously it was wrong. And, you know, we're, we're here again and it feels good. And we, we hope that all you listening out there are doing the same. Yeah. So we'll be back. We're going to be recording more podcasts, maybe even some podcasts after games. Uh, the Blackhawks yep. play this Thursday. So we'll see how it goes. And uh, thank you, everybody. Hope you all have a good day. Go Hawks. Go Hawks.